Alrighty. G'day guys. I'm Liam from Quiver and I'm here with Luke Brazier, who is a DJ, a DJ instructor and a member of the Quiver family, a Quiver collaborator. And we're going to talk a little bit about Luke's upcoming Hear the Sun event. Do you want to just tell me what that's about to begin with? Oh, it's just a, it's just an open air daytime into nighttime dance party. Um, musically trying to cover a lot of bases, um, everything from jazz to dub to minimal yeah, tech. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm interested in the daytime into nighttime thing. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me about that. Why daytime? Oh, this is not enough like day parties, I think. Yeah. Um, we have the best weather here in Brisbane mm. and um, I don't know, I just wanted to like use that. And a lot of it's to like, um, you know, not everyone, people want to dance, but not everyone wants to stay out, like go into nightclub territory and stay out till 3am. So yeah, totally. And a lot of people probably just can't, uh, like I imagine yeah. people who work at night or yeah, absolutely. people with young kids or something like that. Absolutely. So a lot of it was just making it like more accessible to those people. Um, and then having a day party that sort of moves into the night just gives you this um, opportunity to explore that like that transition and what that feels yeah. like like the sun going down yeah while with music and dancing and then the lights start to come up like that's awesome so yeah. i really want to, i'm really excited to sort of explore that yeah that's yeah. great and was there are there any events that you had been to or um that you'd seen maybe online that kind of inspired that or that is a, almost like a north star for you for this event yeah, um, it's funny, like most of my experiences with um, events that I've liked have actually been a lot bigger. Um, like I I had great experiences with big sort of outdoor music festivals. Yeah, cool. Um, especially before like the COVID yeah. um, period and um, just something about people being there like all day and so keen for it yeah. is amazing. And sure, like it's on a big scale, but my thought is that we can um, recreate that yeah. on a smaller scale. It's not about it being big. It's about like kind of intimacy. Mm. Um, if you don't, if you have a small space, but you have, you know, enough people to fill it. Yeah. I think you can, you can get the same effect. Yeah. You can make yeah. it feel that big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. And so tell me a little bit about the DJs who'll be, who'll be, uh, spinning at the event yeah so um well it's got myself and and holly will be playing yep. um yeah we're gonna do what we do we're sort of playing first so we'll kind of warm things up um we both have a tendency towards like a lot of the same sort of stuff but like even like you know even there's a bit of a punk edge i think to yeah, both okay. of our sounds that yep. i think we want to kind of explore but always yeah, on nice. the like funky like jazzy side especially if it's early on yeah yeah fair enough um after us we'll be having um david versace playing who's just like a you know renowned like local jazz dude um yeah and yeah like his sound's going to be so sick after us and then moving into um Squidgenini, who's another sort of like um jazz sort of artist in town like yeah. you know soul artist and also like known for like excellent taste with like tech house like minimal stuff um which then brings me to the next dj quincy raw yeah and same sort of thing like going further down that down that path of like 
techiness, I guess. Yeah, cool. So yeah. I just think, yeah, the way the order of things is going to be really enjoyable. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think that sounds already like the sun going down. Yeah, you know, yeah. And everybody yeah. gradually having more drinks and yeah, yeah. popping off a bit more. Hey? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And can we go, uh, can we rewind then and uh, talk about how you first got into DJing? Like what was the first thing that made you want to try it? Um, it was about how I felt on a dance floor um, yeah. with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was particularly at bigger events where I didn't know, where no one really knew each other. Yeah. And there'd be this like um, camaraderie. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're all here for the same reason. And it's just like feeling of you know, mutual love for each other. And nothing, nothing else made me feel like that. And I was like, I want to, I want to kind of help create this for other people. Yeah. And the, the words that I remember that went through my head, like that moment of like, I've got to do this was like, I just want to contribute to this somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, it was a really like actual clear memory. It was a real moment where it happened. Um, oh yeah, tell me about it. It was it was that like Splendor in the Grass. I think it was like 2018. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just they had like this um, stage just for like dance music. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, the, the, the rest of the festival was, was happening off in the, off, you know, around it. Yeah. But you could see the same people were just drawn to the, this like dance floor situation. Um, yeah. Yeah, like you found your people. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I found my people and like, and I didn't have to, it's not that I had to talk to them or like, yeah, you know, know them on social media or like ever see them again even. But it was like, this is it. This is definitely it. Mm. So yeah, as soon as I got home, I was like, I don't know, straight to like buying gear. What do yeah, I need? Yeah. yeah, it was cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And so uh, as soon as you got home from that, basically you picked up some some gear and started trying to learn to DJ. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Like, um some cheap like little controller like yeah. yeah uh i think yeah so this is like would have been the end of yeah 2019 so yeah um it was literally just well i ju- i think quiver was just almost a thing or i hadn't heard about it yet yeah. so there wasn't really access to like gear yet mm. you know like you had to just buy it yeah um yeah so that's how i started just on like yeah mm. yeah nice uh but then obviously quiver did become a thing and, mm. and you got into the family uh pretty early tell yeah. me about that tell me about your first experiences at quiver yeah it's kind of like like a funny ish story um it was during covid that um like honestly like my mental health had like spiraled like during all that period of um having to sort of stay indoors um you know i wasn't really working much like yeah it was kind of a difficult time and had a hard time like my social life had just plummeted i didn't wasn't talking to anyone at at all i think a lot of us were dealing with the same sort of thing yeah and even the thought of like going coming to a place like this Mm -hmm. um like it made me so anxious yeah um but eventually i kind of plucked up the courage just to come here and do like a practice session yeah. and maybe, you know, maybe I would meet the people who run it and see, yeah. yeah. By the time I got here, I was so, so, so nervous just about 
I don't know, nothing. Like, yeah, just yeah. was. Or you just hadn't seen anybody for so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was a, it was, a, it was a kind of, um, it was a vulnerable time for me. Mm. And that's when I met Holly. Yeah. And Holly was so, like, warm and, like, she knew immediately that yeah. something was off. And just, we had this moment, I think it was just here, but it was way before any of this was built. Yeah. Um, where, we just sat down and like had a chat and like I just told her, I'm, you know, kind of going through it at the moment. Yeah. Like I just bet you, but it's going to like, t- yeah, you yeah, know. Just yeah, yeah. And I think like that, I don't know, we just connected on that. Like immediately yeah. she was so warm and like welcoming and made me feel great. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's how, that's how, my story here started yeah, I guess. that's great and so then after that did you were you just coming back and doing doing more practice sessions and some live streams and stuff like that yeah it was like one other practice session and then it was just like live stream after live stream yeah, yeah. like i was trying to do it like at least every fortnight probably yeah. more yeah and it was it was fun um i really didn't know what i was doing i almost kind of hate that those those mixes are still yeah, up yeah, on yeah. soundcloud i like <laughs> see them i'm like no one listens to those yeah but um yeah and that was like that was kind of the key i think was just and you know what quiver was doing and what they still do is if when you do live streams that they're, they're, they're promoting everything mm. they're doing so it's just this constant like if you just go if you just show up and keep doing it yeah you kind of people remember you you know yeah. And, and yeah you're just putting yourself out there so well yeah yeah um so Honestly, it's like worked a charm. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And I imagine um, that the all of that kind of thing where you're here in person and, and meeting people like Holly and, you know, uh, people who are coming in to do their own live streams and practice sessions, I imagine that's partly how you sort of develop a network mm. to be able to put on an event like the mm. Hear the Sun event where you've got a bunch of different DJs. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this, this is like um, like a hub. Um, yeah. And anytime you come down here, you know, you're going to, you're going to run into someone, you know, Mm. or you're going to meet someone new that's like inspiring. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, that's what we really want this place to be, you know? Um, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. And so now you're also now a DJ instructor Mm -hmm. here at Quiver. Mm -hmm. How did you get started on that? You know, I think it was Holly had seen this my journey of being yep. this like scared little like person yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um and i don't know i think yeah it, i i think i was great for the job yeah because i i know what it's like to be the like the newcomer who doesn't know anything and um so yeah i can't remember exactly how the job sort of kicked off but um yeah I'm not surprised that that it did work that way though, because as you as yeah. you said before, like your first experience at Quiver was, you know, initially you were quite scared, yeah, you know, not not feeling not ready for it, and mm. then you you you're welcomed into this place of encouragement, um, you know, and building confidence and yeah. things like that. I can yeah. I can totally see how having had that experience and gone through that journey specifically at Quiver. Uh, I like, do you draw upon that experience as a teacher? hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Like the, the, all the technical stuff 
like learning how to use the equipment mm -hmm. like that's the easy stuff for me to teach yeah, like right. i just you can you can sort of throw that out and it's fine but the tricky or like the, the more important stuff mm -hmm. is is creating that welcoming environment for people um and getting all walks of life um come through and having to adapt the way you do that like mm -hmm. how do you create that warmth yeah um so yeah it's all like i'm just following Holly's lead a lot of the time. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, like really trying to pass on what she sort of gave to me. Mm. Um, yeah, so definitely. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you learn from your students as well? Oh yeah, yeah. In so in so many different ways. Like one one obvious way is just the music they show yeah. me. Yeah. And like at oh, like broadens my taste. Like every time I do mm. a course. We also we just have the most some of the most like inspiring people come through who are like I don't know all, all, like I said like all walks of life yeah um oh it's it's just impossible because it's it's impossible not to be um to learn things from these people yeah. you're yep. in such a, like a little intimate space for like four four five weeks yeah um yep. yeah yeah learn a lot like all kinds of things yeah that's yeah. great and. To go back to the sort of the confidence, the welcoming environment, mm. um, what does that usually, I know you said that it, it's different for everybody, but what does that usually look like um, when you can tell that somebody's picking up the technical aspects, but they're, you know, feeling self-conscious yeah. or they're not, they don't have the confidence? What, yeah. What's your sort of go-to for that? Oh, it's hard to say, um, but that's a common thing too. Like people, yeah. it's like they think, then they're not getting it or something mm. like I'm like you're, you're killing it. I think it's just that like just yeah, encouraging yeah. like that is so good like what yeah, you're doing, okay. and usually, usually, it's the whole class is doing that for this per, for this person for yeah. that's what that's what a class ends up becoming. It's yeah, like this cool. group effort to get everyone kind of feeling confident. Yeah. A lot of the time, like it's more the other students that are like that are like pushing yeah um yeah yeah so yeah like i don't know kind of you know everyone's pushing each other to, exactly yeah to achieve what what they can see in each other i guess exactly yeah. so like my job i think is is just to kind of like create that vibe like from the start like yeah. um i don't know like maybe because maybe i noticed this person likes this kind of music and yeah. this person's like this kind and how can I like, oh, that's, you know, that's similar. And, and, and yeah, like making those connections within the class yep. um, just makes the job like so much easier. Yeah. 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 Cool. And um, what have been some of your favorite gigs that you've done since becoming a DJ? <laughs> wow. That's a, uh, you know, nothing, honestly, nothing will be the, it's kind of like my, it was maybe my second like official gig, but, Yep. But my first, I feel like a real one, that makes sense. Um, and it was playing just out there, yep. um, out in the lane. Just the excitement of it was insane. Yep. Um, it was like it was like walking out to an already like established dance floor. Yeah, and yeah. and the people were just there for a party. It was nothing else but like a laneway party, so it was just packed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's like I, nothing's. As good as that, but yeah, there's been like bigger things since then, and like playing at like I don't know, 
festivals and stuff like that, um, yeah. which are like crazy experiences. Um, but I think too, I, one of the things I've learned about myself over the years is how much I love intimacy more than anything. Mm. And like, I almost, as like the DJ, I don't want to feel disconnected from the party. Yeah. So if, if it's a smaller event and like, even if the DJ booth is like down with everyone else, like pretty yeah. much on the dance floor, like those are my favorite. Cause I feel yeah. like I'm just with them. Cause otherwise you kind of feel like you're missing out. Yeah. yeah <laughs> sure. Well, it just, it, it speaks to what you said uh, right at the start about before you got into DJing yourself, that it was that connection with yeah. a bunch of strangers who yeah. you have to talk to, but you're all connected. And yes. so I can imagine you don't want to then learn all these skills as a DJ to remove yourself from, it, from the party. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That actually makes it like now I'm thinking that might explain like when I'm playing, if I've ever played on like a big stage, mm. sure. It's like pretty exciting situation. It's, you know, something to remember. Yeah, of course. But it's to me like not ideal because you're just totally separated from, from the crowd. Yeah. And it's like, that is like not what I'm doing. This is yeah. not why I wanted to do this. Yeah. So sure. yeah, like definitely like, intimate stuff where and yeah where the, D, the dj is just another like element of the yeah. party like it's an another equal element of the party like just as important as all the dancers as everyone else you know yeah, exactly. so yeah. yeah and you don't want to throw a party that you then can't go to you know exactly so, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what about uh djs that you're listening to at the moment or that you're excited about who who's out there that mm. um that's really caught your attention lately I'm so all over the place with influences at the moment. To be honest, my friend Zach um, DJs is, and produces music is Quincy Raw. Yep. Um, yeah, he did this um, set. I had this like little party not yep. long ago and he finished the night with this set that just absolutely like melted me. Yeah, That's and awesome. like I'm still like... Oh, what did he even Still do? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, what kind of music was it? It was like um, the set kind of went all night. Um, it basically, it started with like real dubby stuff, but but when it, when it was his moment at the very end, it went into this really like uh, experimental, like minimal kind of tech yeah, cool. and like tech house it was really 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 gentle and like angelic <laughs> yeah wow um yeah uh, yeah so stuff like what he's doing at the moment it's, yeah yeah really, really inspiring that's awesome me. and he's yeah. gonna be djing at, yeah. at the hear the sun event right? yeah yeah cool so if that sounds interesting <laughs> to you guys then definitely come along to the hear the sun event definitely yeah i'm here with luke brazier thanks for joining me for the very first at the bar chat for quiver we don't even know if that's what it's going to be called yet but we are at the bar so that's what i'm going to call it for now thanks heaps for joining me man no worries thank you dude